There is a thin veil that protects humanity from the horrors and darkness of the other. Within the other lives everything that our minds can bring to imagination. Or maybe it is not imagination at all, and just a thinly veiled reality that our mind cannot believe to be true. The veil is the will of humanity to protect the innocent from the dangerous and the horrible. A pursuit to ensure that the darkness of the other does not consume the world. The vanguard are those who uphold the veil, who know the truth of the horrors and fight it every day to protect the innocent. They must ensure that the balance is maintained and the darkness held at bay. We are the vanguard of the veil. Welcome everyone to another session of the Vanguard of the Veil, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast powered by the Apocalypse System. I am your keeper, Fred, and my pronouns are he, him. And joining with us today, Josh. Hello, it's me. I play Spin, and uh, both of our pronouns are he, him. Steph. Hey everyone, I'm Steph. I play Artemisia, and our pronouns are she, her. Alex. Hi, I'm Alex. I play Deandra. Her pronouns are she, her, and mine are whatever you'd like. Matthew. Hey, everybody. I'm Matthew Morris. I play Professor Dennis Gunderson, and our pronouns are he, him. Okay. Uh, so before we get into the recap, uh, let's talk about something important happening in our community, like the Geekly Cons. That's right. Once again, back from the brink is GeeklyCon coming to you live 2023, June 22nd to 25th in Rochester, New York. What's the resort that we're staying in? It is the Woodcliffe Hotel and Spa. Technically, it's in Fairport, New York, but it's the greater Rochester area. It's fine. Uh, We have the the whole hotel standing by for us this year. Uh, So make your bookings as soon as possible. You have to make them by phone. Uh, You can call toll-free at 1-800-365-3065. That's 1-800-365-3065. Tell them that you're going and uh, that you're going to GeeklyCon. They already have the rooms available. They are a lot cheaper than booking them online. And if you try to book them online, they'll say that the hotel is sold out. Please do this as soon as possible because uh, the uh, booking is only available until I think it's the last week in May. So the sooner the better uh, as far as getting your uh, your reservations in. If you go to the Eventbrite site for GeeklyCon, it'll specifically say the dates, the hotel it's staying at, and that's where you can buy your tickets as well for the con. I believe there are standard tickets, uh, which will get you a lanyard and a t-shirt, and premium tickets will get you some other swag. I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but... You know, the, the extra swag is always fun. So I know I'm going. Fred's not going. Alex isn't going. Steph's not going. Josh isn't going. So come see me. What? <laughs> wow. So you want to fight? Do we get uninvited? <laughs> all of your, all of your favorite and some are not of your favorites will be there and not be there respectively. <laughs> um, because not everybody can make it, unfortunately. But please, uh, if you can, if you can make it out there, we'd love to see you. We'd love to chat up with you. The venue is really cool, and um, it's been a while since I've gotten to see everybody, so I'm really stoked to go. Matthew, on why the don't last you, episode uh... of Vanguard of the Veil, <laughs> Artemisia is attacked by her fellow patient Evan at the Jared Leto Psychiatric Hospital for Revitalizing Behavior. 
Spin uses his strength to blast air toward her, not seeing the threat. Artemisia believes that she is stabbed in the hand, but when she looks, she sees no wound and assumes that she might be hallucinating. Uh, Deandra, who has been distracting the hospital staff, is approached by Dr. Sobieski, who assumes Deandra is turning herself in for psychiatric help. He signals for some orderlies to detain her, however, she fires her gun into the air to keep the orderlies away. Hearing the gunshot, Spin rushes to help. Deandra and Spin flee, finding themselves in Dr. Sobieski's office. Sobieski spews some nonsense about demonology and reveals that he is in fact a demon possessing Sobieski's body. Artemisia and Gunderson catch up to the others, and Sobieski's flesh coating melts away, revealing the demon body beneath. The team engages in combat with the monster. Artemisia, you're currently in an office and uh, you're in the office of the lead psychiatrist of the Jared Leto Psychiatric Ward of Revitalizing Behaviors. And you're currently not in what you recall from that previous episode, the fight. Um, the room looks familiar and, and so does the doctor sitting across from you in the room. So tell me about this recent episode where the nurse found you in the hallway. I believe she said you were spouting some nonsense about demons and bees. Uh, yeah, the, there were bees and they were my friends and they helped me uh, fight the demon. You know the head guy here is a demon, right? Madison, this is a regression for you. You have been here for over a year and we were making progress. These fantasies of yours about the Brown Community College this last year, and of me being your professor of science is, is a step back. This notion that you are a hunter of monsters needs to stop. I think we need to up your dosage for your medication. I uh, Nurse Thompson, can you uh, br uh, please bring in Madison's daily dosage into my office, uh, and uh, can you double the intake for today? A nurse walks in. It's Deandra, but it isn't. She looks different and familiar at the same time. Uh, I hope you're feeling better, Madison. I brought your medicine with uh, water instead of making you go to the commissary. I... no. Orderly Martin, can you please come in here and uh, help uh, restrict and calm Madison, uh, please? Uh, Nurse Thompson needs to provide her the medicine. The door opens and Spin shows up to the room. Spin? Spin, don't... don't do that. You're my best friend. Don't do this to me. Oh, golly, Madison. Please, I'm fine. Then, I don't need it. Just yeah, calm down and take your medicine. You'll I'm, feel much better soon. I'm just, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go to the art room. I'm gonna draw some pictures. I don't. This, you don't need to do this. The orderly who looks like Spin starts to kind of raise his hands up and and kind of tries to prevent you from leaving the room. The nurse who looks like Deandra is bringing over a small paper cup that looks like it has some pills in it and a glass of water. And then you start to see Professor or Dr. Gunderson start to rise up into the air as if he was floating and his body starts to level out as if he is just lying floating in the air. Your mind is much stronger than I first thought. Once I break you, I will wear you like a skin suit and continue my rampage of this world and bend humanity to my will. Much like your mother, although she was 
more willing and came to me. The illusion starts to fade away and now you see Gunderson is not floating in the air, but on the end of a spear with a spearhead jutting out of his midsection. You're in the hallway once again. What does everybody do? I'm going to investigate a mystery. Oh, for real? I actually, I actually will. <laughs> so I'm going to... Uh, we're kind of in the library and there's like a bunch of books, right? So the doctor's office um, that you're kind of in the hallway right, right. inside the doctor's office. Because the last we recall is right. Deandra was apprehended by Dr. Sobieski and then everybody kind of came to you. So there is right. like what looks like large rows of bookcases in his office. So you're okay. both in the office and in the hallway directly outside of his office. Okay, I'm going to try to search for any like books on demonology to try to figure out what to do, like a lesser key of Solomon or something like he might have on the shelves. Um, so I'm going to investigate a mystery and try to find a book. Absolutely. Go ahead. Uh, 12. It's not a natural. 12. Okay. So you are definitely successful. And I believe in investigative mystery that allows you three questions within its category. Uh, yes. So um, I'm going to look up what sort of creature it is. So you're able to tell. Uh, just from your own personal experience and the telltale features uh, from this creature that is suspending Professor Gunderson painfully on the tip of his spear, uh, that this is a demon. This demon body that erupted from the skin suit that was uh, Stellan Sobieski has what looks like a red tinge, incredibly muscular features. It has horns that protrude out of its head, uh, and there is definitely a, a steam or smoke emitting off of its skin uh, with a slight smell of brimstone. Is it a specific, like, subgenre of demon or, like, specialty demon of any sort? Or is it just like your standard garden variety demon? Well, I, I don't know what the extent of your knowledge of demonology is or okay. the varying degrees of demons, but you do know that demons don't cross the veil like the rest of the monsters. They okay. have to be kind of like summoned into the world, whether through some nefarious evil magic or the willingness of somebody to give their body to a demon that is the okay. only way they're able to come into this side of the other and when they are vanquished they go back to their side of the other they don't actually die they can only be well i'll leave that question there. too yes <laughs> uh what can hurt it great so the use of big magic, you have to reverse the summoning spell. It has to be pushed back to the other uh, for you to be able to take it out of the world that you're currently in. All right. I'm going to, how does Artemisia look? Artemisia uh, looks more coherent, um, but she is definitely distraught and confused. There are things that are going on with her that you're unable to assess, but mm -hmm. she seems to be present. All right, I'm going to run this book to Artemisia when I have a chance. Okay, so you do find a book, and this book is like the seventh edition of 
you know, demonology summoning and, uh, you know, just uh, basically a, a, what looks like a grimoire. It has leather binding. It looks rather ancient. Uh, the writing is kind of like in a cursive uh, that is hard to read, but uh, you're able to, um, you know, uh, kind of flip through it and be able to kind of understand what the different chapters represent. There's a lot of symbols in it. Um, and oftentimes passages are written in different languages uh, that you might either be able to recognize or maybe be able to read depending on your character's abilities. At this point, since Deander has brought the book to Artemisia, the other three hunters, you are able to do whatever you like. I would like to do something. Please. I am gonna... Roll protect someone uh, on the beautiful Gundy. What is your desire? I'm going to burst into action. I'm going to remember barely that you kind of want to leave this the, the impaled object in because it's kind of holding everything together. So I'm going to roll protect someone to protect Gundy from the spear being removed and other antics from the guy. 12. Okay, so you are definitely successful. Now, um, with Protect Someone... Because um, of my special thing, I get to pick two effects. Two, correct. Because I rolled a 10 plus. So, one, I'm going to hold the enemy back from Artemisia and them. And two, I am going to position myself to suffer little harm. Okay, so what what is it that you do? Are you going to like disarm the spear from this person or are you going to remove the spear from Gunderson? I'm not going to remove the spear from Gunderson because that's how you bleed out. So I'm going to hold it with my one arm while I like kind of drop kick the demon a bit to kind of like knock him away a sec. Not like he doesn't necessarily have to let go or like be like, but like, you know, just enough to kind of put a little bit of a gap of space. And then I'm holding spear and I've got him in a position where like he's got to get through me. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, now, so Gunderson, you're back on the ground. Um, you're kind of like still impaled, but you can sense that uh, spin is in between you and the demons. So you feel like you're in a safe place for the moment. Um, what is it that you're going to be doing? Uh, well, I'm, I'm kind of distracted at the moment. How long is the spear? Uh, probably about five feet, maybe six feet. Yeah, I know. I got I got like a five to six foot staff uh, through my body. Uh, I definitely like feel it on the other side. I feel it like in a big way. Um, so I'm, I'm really I'm really thinking about that. Thankfully, I'm a doctor. And I trust myself in my doctoring ability. So I would like to roll to first aid on myself. Absolutely. We, but it's a weird science kind. So we'll see how that goes. And hopefully I don't botch this roll because that could be really bad. Uh, I didn't. I got a... Do I, if I roll weird, that's a 12. <laughs> I feel like Gunderson is going to have like the first yeah. aid spray that that was in like every Resident Evil yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, that, like made no sense. It's like... Um, it's okay, a super potion. Thank you. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, super potions. Uh, I, the patient is stabilized and healed to harm. Very nice. 
Now, do you see yourself kind of pulling yourself off the spear while doing this so that, because I, I will give that to you. I, I just don't know if you have a desire to stay on there. I am not going to create a detriment I, to I'm it. going to say that Gunderson, like Spin, recognizes the threat that this poses to me if I were to pull it out. And Gunderson doesn't know what the other end of it looks like or what how he really doesn't want to push it all the way through him oh because so the, the spear he's yeah, literally yeah. going to have he's going to have like yeah he's going to have his heel goo uh and it's like literally it's gonna like fix it in place <laughs> but it's gonna oh prevent it's gonna like prevent it from like bleeding out <laughs> and like Hell internal yeah. bleeding i you guess have to be very careful going through doorways I, you know yes. all right he's gonna he's gonna open an entire can of spinach and he's gonna eat the whole spinach <laughs> he's gonna squeeze the can into his mouth no uh yeah he's weird it's, okay it's weird yeah, there's a pill for that so you uh, were you at four or three harm i was at four now you're at two two with an asterisk because <laughs> there's there is still a spirit in me Artemisia, you come out of this, I don't know, it was some kind of illusory magic or maybe mind control that this demon was placing on you, but you were able to kind of break away from it. What do you do? So one of the uh, these magic effects is do one thing that is beyond human limitations. I would like to use magic to speed read and comprehend the book. Okay, yeah. So let's roll use magic and see if you're successful. All right, that is a 10. Okay, so you are successful. And uh, I guess on a 10 plus, you do get to choose an effect. So that would be it. That would be my effect. Do one thing that is beyond human. Okay, got it. So I'm just like speed, like zipping through the book, maybe even like not even quite reading it, but like psychically absorbing Absorbing it so that I can learn all I can to try to banish this bad boy. In the seconds and even maybe in the minute that this battle is going on, you take the time to kind of thumb through this book. You can see that this book is very ancient as if it is a compilation of notes and essays from numerous people throughout history that have studied demonology. It seems that these passages discuss both how to bring a demon into our world from the other, how to control them with like a summoning circle, uh, and even how to banish them as well. So you have the necessary means of as far as you know what to do. Unfortunately, as you read this, you realize that to be able to banish this demon, you are going to need to create a circle on the ground. You're going to need to be able to get this demon to go into this circle, and then you're going to need to cast uh, a large amount of big magic and be successful in that casting. Um, The last piece, though, is that you are going to need some kind of sacrifice and it is a blood sacrifice. And it doesn't necessarily state that you need to kill somebody, but there does need to be some type of blood utilized to uh, make this magic circle effective. So I would probably like holler at everybody. It's like, we're gonna need some space and some blood. 
Up until recently, I had plenty of that for you. <laughs> this probably got us blood is all, all over the floor. <laughs> so at this point, everybody has gone. So the demon will now go, and with a spin in front of it and the Gunderson behind it, he is going to pull on the spear rapidly, which just collides Gunderson into spin and tears the spear out of your grip. Now, Gunderson, you don't incur any more damage at this point, uh, but for spin, you're going to have to roll uh, act under pressure as uh, it, you are just being just vaulted towards the demon. Okay. Oh, I don't have any bonuses of this. Son of a bitch. That was a crisp eight. Okay. So you're partially successful. So you try to resist as you kind of like grit your teeth and plant your feet into the ground and you still have your one arm around the shaft of this spear. But as the demon yanks on it, you collide, Gunderson collides against you and although you protect him from being pulled with you, you are pulled uh, towards the demon and okay. now you are going to take a just like large gut punch uh, from the free hand of the demon, and you're going to be taking four okay. points of damage prior to any of your defenses. So I take zero damage. Zero damage. Can you run that down for me real quick again? I have suffer a little harm, which is minus one damage. I have immortal, which means I take one less damage, and then from various athletics uh, things, you have the two armor. I gain. Yeah, I have natural. Just I exist with plus one to my armor. And then uh, I have another thing that gives me plus one to armor. Okay. So with the extra protection from protect someone that you gave to yourself, you suffer a little harm. You would normally resist three, but at this point you resist four. Yes. Okay, great. All right. So now uh, the four of you, what would you like to do? I'm going to do something. Oh, wait, did did Artemisia like announce that we need to make a circle? Does that happen, right? Yeah. I said so. Yeah, well, I said we need uh, some yeah. space blood. and some yeah. blood. I was like, I'm making a magic circle. OK, I will do something. Uh, may I um, may I whip that ass? Yeah, absolutely. I will do that. I will do that thing. That's an eight. OK, so you are partially successful due to that. You do not get to choose any extra effects, but you do do get to do your full damage and you will also incur the full damage attack of your opponent. Okay. So how much damage do you inflict? Yeah, yeah, I just do two. Uh, it ignores armor and it is magical in nature. OK, so what what does it look like? What is it that you're doing? So he pulls me in, ass? hits me in the guts and I kind of and nothing happens. So I'm going to like punch at his like forearm. I want to try to break his forearm. I was like punch his forearm to be like, okay, stop. So your damage goes through, but you don't feel the telltale crack of a bone. And you realize that the skeletal structure or maybe the skin is incredibly hard. And this demon is a lot more formidable than you believe. Um, but as you go to break his arm and deal this damage, you can see that you are not paying attention to his other arm, which now is thrusting a spear through your thigh, and you are taking five points of damage as your leg is pinned to the ground. That is two points of damage. Now, have you entered into a harm threshold? No. Okay. 
All right, three other hunters. What is it that you're going to do? What do you What do you need drawn? Where do you need it? Uh, we need space on the floor, uh, so we need to move all this furniture out of the way. Got it. I'm I'm on it. I will I will do that. I, I'm going to clear the space. So go ahead and use one of your moves. Which one would you like to do? Probably act under pressure or help out. Yeah, yeah. I'll do act under pressure. Um, eleven. Yeah, so you're definitely successful and you're able to clear enough space for Artemisia to begin starting uh, her circle. So now it won't take you two turns, Artemisia, since Deandra has cleared the room for you. Now it would probably take you a turn to then now draw this circle. Uh, I'm going to do that. Is there like a mug full of Sharpies on the desk or something? Unfortunately, no. (laughs) Uh, You're okay. gonna need to find something okay. to write with. Uh, God, I get what would what would like a perception I'm check? I'm probably bleeding again since the spear was pulled out of me. <laughs> could you imagine? She's just like sticking her hand into your hole. I mean, she could ask me just... to do it. I could do it. No, we need to save that sweet, sweet blood for the sacrifice. Okay. <laughs> How much viscera came off of the skin when he shed it? Is there like oh, enough I... gore to okay, draw with? Yeah, that's fair. I think <laughs> maybe the remaining skin suit that was Stellan Sobieski. Okay, yeah, no, I'll do that. Uh, yeah, so I will basically kind of, like, start working behind Deandra as she moves things out of the way. I, like, grab a handful of Doctor. That guy sucked anyways. And, uh, start, start gooshing, gooshing. Okay, so I would say you could either do act under pressure or even just a basic use magic at this point. Whichever one you feel like you'd be more successful to create this Magic circle. Magic, magic. Oh, two ones. Ooh. Oh god. How many luck points? I know. It's like, oh, <laughs> like she's pretty fucked I, already. Wait, it's like you, almost worth it to take. I I rolled two ones, so it would be oh. a five total. Okay, because I was gonna say I could roll to help out, but that's not. But enough. even then, a yeah. six would be a failure. Uh, so unfortunately, you immediately start to slip on the loose pieces of skin and you just drop to the ground and you're just spreading blood and viscera everywhere. You're unsuccessful this round and you must continue again next round. Gunderson, what do you do? I would like to finish the circle using my blood. So act, uh, what was it? It was use magic or act under pressure? I would love to use magic. I rolled two twos, but with my plus three, that is a seven. Okay, so you are partially successful. You do so, and you create this circle, and with Artemisia's guidance and the diagrams in the book, you start to draw this circle that has very intricate designs and ruins that you have to place inside the circle. But you do so, you think. Okay, so now it you is think? the demons. Girl! <laughs> I'm certifiable, so who knows, really? Okay, so the demon is going to start to just move uh, towards <clears throat> the room that you guys are in and, and just drags spin with it impaled in its spear. Um, I would like you to act under pressure. Everybody or just me? Nope, just you. Wow. And during Black History Month? <laughs> this episode's not coming out during Black History Month. But we're recording during Black History Month. This is Black on Black Crime. Um, uh, as a seven. Okay, so you're partially successful, and 
although he is dragging you just by the spear, you're able to kind of dislodge yourself, but you do take three points of damage. Uh, but okay. I believe that does not harm yeah, you no at damage. all. Okay. Now the demon is in the threatening space of all of the characters, uh, but is not inside the circle as of yet. Um, Artemisia, you feel like the circle is complete, but if you want to spend one more turn turn ensuring that it is 100% before starting this ritual, that is your call. But you will risk one more round of it, possibly. Yeah, and it is kind of kicking our ass. Um, kicking whose ass? I, I will, so are we, are we to the next round now, basically? Yes, correct. Okay, so I'm going to, I will tell them, listen, okay, I'm going to finish this thing off Get me some blood. I need. I don't know how much. Just get me some blood. So I'm gonna spend my turn, like finishing everything up and asking them to like try to get the next step ready. Because I don't really know. Also, we we need to get him in the circle. Yeah. Oh Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Get get him over here. Uh, Yeah. So another partial success or higher will allow you to complete this circle. Yeah, that's a twelve. So you are successful and you complete the circle. You feel very confident in uh, completing this circle as you have created many circles in the past, summoning ghosts and whatnot, utilizing magic. Matthew, Alex, Josh, what are your hunters doing? I'll get him in the circle. Here's the deal. So you said I was behind him, right? Like he was dragging me behind and then pulled the spear out. A fool, a dumbass. Uh, he has freed me. Um, so I'm going to go a delicious mode. I am going to sprint towards him. How tall is this demon, did you say? Uh, probably about eight feet tall. Oh, so he's short. Okay, cool. So I'm going to sprint towards him, bound into the air, doing like a front flip. And I want to like smack the shit out of him, but like with my foot. And I'm going to land in such a way where I'm going to be like, you know protecting Artemisia who's in here trying to do all this stuff Deandra and Gunderson who are in here just kind of being like uh. so I'm going to roll protect someone to protect Artemisia from the demon okay I'm rolling protect someone and that is an 11 okay 11 so you get to choose an extra which is 2 naturally I'm suffering little harm 2 all impending danger is now focused on me I want that bitch to I'm right here I kicked him in the face as a taunt I landed to protect Artemisia. So I'm like there. And are you in the circle? I'm in the circle because I've okay. flipped past him because I know Artemisia is in there. I don't want him to okay. go anywhere near Artemisia while she's doing this. So I'm going to go in, kick him in the face, almost like a distraction, but just more like a gotcha bitch. And now he's like, oh, you little shit. And now he's going to come to me to beat my okay. ass. Absolutely. You've taunted him and drawing his attention to you. Great. Yes. Okay. Deandra Gunderson. I have way more bonuses to protect someone, so I was like, I'll make and this work. And he is work. currently not in the circle yet, just so we're all tracking. Oh, for sure. You didn't say how long it's going to take to do big magic, did you? Let's just say that for this use, like, big magic, it'll take one round if all three of you do it. So on the next round, if all three of you, like, you each kind of, like, help out or do a use magic in some way, it, if all three of you are successful... 
it can only just take that one round. If one person's doing it, it might take more than a round, right? So it might take two or three rounds for them to be able to complete this incantation. So obviously this turn has already started, so you have kind of like one round to do something. Then more than likely the demon will attack, spin, and go into the circle. And then on that next round that starts, the four of you in your concerted effort in some fashion can try to make this magic spell happen. Okay. Uh, Alex, what were you thinking about doing? <laughs> um, can I? Can we discuss that? Like, is that? I mean, you guys can discuss it. I don't. I don't really feel like it's meta gaming. Like, you guys can talk about it because I think your characters would have a better understanding of what to do than we as players mm-hmm. would. So, what? What is it that you wanted to discuss? I'm just curious what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> what she's. Doing. I, I was. I was thinking about sneaking around the demon to the outside to try to find something to sacrifice mm. outside of the room. Oh, uh, because there's nothing else yeah, in the room. I don't, like, know, I don't know that kind of time that I was going to help out if it was something that I would. I was also, if spin hadn't done what he did, I was going to back up, try to convince the demon to get in the circle <laughs> <laughs> through smooth talk. But, um, I mean, you could always double down and us, try and I'm get gonna, it to happen. Now I will say one thing. If you plan to use your own blood, it will it will need to be through damaging yourself. So you will be cutting open a vein and pouring this blood onto the circle while the magic is happening. So Deandra could possibly find an, another suitable source, but what would that source be? I mean, I doubt that there are animals you know, in this psychiatric ward that you can easily access. So it's possible that you might be sacrificing an innocent person, or are you going to make that sacrifice yourself? And, and you know, for Gunderson, it might just be easy as like tearing the goo off of his wound and just allowing his blood to flow, but that would be damaging him. Or either Artemisia or Deander or Spin might need to, you know, harm themselves so that they could, you know, pour blood onto this. I mean, I'm know. already I'm already in a good position to do it since I've already I'm literally already bleeding. Yeah. Um so I I mean, I guess I could can I, I'll, I'll I can start the big magic now. It, well, it, it would have to be at the beginning of the next round because he's not in the circle yet. Oh, but can, I mean, can I do like the prep work? Can I like can I get the <laughs> blood going? <laughs> Or yes, do I have to- yeah, yeah, that's fine. You, okay. you could you could start that so that you can start the magic spell. All right, I will uh, I will reach into my my spear hole and I will get I will I will harm myself to get some blood out and I will hold my the gun that I made this cross gun that I made two episodes ago or three episodes ago maybe <laughs> oh, I don't right. remember. I forgot about that. I didn't. And I will I will start chanting some Latin gibberish. That uh, to the effect of something uh, about banishing some demon, or I don't know, I'll re- I'll recite Newton's laws of thermodynamics or some shit. Okay, you are going to suffer two harm. Okay, I will. And have made the sacrifice necessary. I, did I take yeah. any damage for the spear being pulled out of me? No. No. Okay. The demon thoroughly. T- oh, actually, I'm sorry, Deandra. You still have a turn. Yeah, I do. I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> um, I, I'm at the same point that Matthew was like. I mean, I guess you could manipulate or smooth talk. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will try to manipulate 
the demon in a in a in a way. Uh, I'm gonna try to talk to, like, say, "Oh no, don't get spin. No, no, that's their strongest guy." You know, like, like I see what's going on, and I'm trying to like convince him to. You know what I mean? Like, feign. <laughs> if you beat spin, all Concern. will be lost. The chosen one. I did not roll well. Uh. I have a five. Okay, so that is uh, unfortunately a failure. And I believe it would have been just because there are characters that have manipulate someone that a special skill allows them to manipulate monsters. And I don't oh, believe okay. you have that skill. Your Damn. skill specifically is for normal people or possibly hunters. Uh, but yeah. hot hunters are typically voluntary if they choose to be manipulated by you um, and right. you gain experience or something along those lines. Okay. I, d- I didn't know that was like a delineation between someone and monsters. Yeah. Well, and yeah. so experience you anyway. kind of try to uh, convince, you know, uh, unfortunately, um, not very well, but the demon still is taunted by uh, spin and is steadily getting closer to spin and just grabs spin by the shoulders and is just kind of grappling you right now. And uh, you're going to need to act under pressure as it tries to uh, just kind of like bear crush you, bear hug crush you. I love a good bear hug. Beach a 10. Okay, so you are successful. Um, and therefore you are I bear hug back. <laughs> yeah, so you're you're kind of no. both like grappling each other and you are trying to overcome his grapple. But you currently don't take any damage. Yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> so we are entering into a fresh round. The blood circle the uh, of unsummoning is complete. Uh, The sacrifice has been made. The demon is within the circle with spin. Who would like to act first to benefit this big magic? And how are you going to benefit this? That more than likely Artemisia will be rolling with the grimoire in her hand. So did spin already go to like... No. Okay. Spin still has a I turn. feel like Spin's got to get out, right? Is that how that works? I don't know. Just in case. Spin sure should don't know. <laughs> Do you have a sense of, like, whether this will affect humans or not? I mean, you don't know. Yeah, so like, it, it, I would be like, Spin, get out of the circle. Wait, I, I don't want him to leave. That is a concern. How are you going to keep the Steven from leaving this circle? I'll, you know... Just, you know, just start that shit, and then I'll dip on the last one. So, Deandra, do you do anything to support this big magic? Um, I would say I, use magic. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to use magic. I'm going to take some of Gundy's blood out of his wound and help <laughs> help <laughs> help spray it into the circle. Like, take some handfuls of it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Roll, um, use magic. Okay. To get a bonus um, for using more of my blood. <laughs> no. I'm going to um, use luck <laughs> to change my roll. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> to a 12. Which means you get a positive effect. Yes. <laughs> and uh, obviously that would be to banish a spirit or 
curse from the person, object, or place, or inhabitants, right? Right. Well, well I think, yeah, yeah. Wasn't I like, just helping out with the... Yeah, so yes. it, you you would either, like, trap or banish. That That's what you're doing. Okay. Yes. So the glyphs, the circle on the ground, start to kind of glow this bright blood red. Yeah. All right, Gunderson, what do you do? All right, I'm going into the circle. Okay. With my cross gun, and um, I'm going to uh, walk up to Spin and say, Spin, you are too important to be in here right now. You should get out. I've, I've got it from here. And I will start rolling some magic, baby. Start using some magic. Uh, I have a 12 on use magic. Okay, so you are successful and you do get the extra effect. Oh, if I get an extra effect on top of the use magic, then I would like to uh, trap the monster. Okay, so you're going to trap the monster. Yes. Okay. All right, spin. What do you do? So the monster is trapped. If I let go, my man's stuck. There's swords of revealing light pinning this bitch in its place, right? It's gluting gross mean, sticky blood. You assume so. Okay, sick. Then I will... You can either free yourself and leave Gunderson, or you can kick Gunnarsson in his spear hole and shove him out of the circle by protecting him and not incurring any more damage. Death is not the end for me. You have your whole life to live. It's my fault that Sobieski turned out the way he did. I could have stopped him decades ago, and I chose to let him continue his work. This is my responsibility. Spin still does not know if what the dangers of this are with the, this magic going off because Spin doesn't know what magic is. So I guess uh, it's, I'll, it's like, science. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna like stare at Gundy and be like, okay, question mark. And then, okay, so if I break myself out, what is that kick ass? Um, I, I think act under pressure to get out. Protect yourself from yourself. Can I protect or, yeah, someone and could, it's myself? You could do protect someone and choose yourself, I guess. Yeah, because I'm like trying to break free of this hell. Yeah, and it you're, I'm going to probably place like a minus two on that roll because this demon just has you. So I'm protecting someone and that is myself. Yes? Go ahead. What's your roll? All right. I'm going to just do all of my addition. So that's 12, then minus two, 10. Okay. So you are successful. What are your choices? Uh, I get to pick two. So I will suffer a little harm as I break free. And yeah, I mean, the enemy's already trapped. I'll inflict harm. Okay. So yeah, I'm just going to, he's going to have me in a bear hug. I'm going to like tuck my little knees up as best I can. And then just like Falcon dive. If you played Smash Brothers and you know what the Falcon dive is, <laughs> shout outs to you. I'm going to did like Falcon dive and like burst off of him with my like knees and like kick off of him. Okay. And then like just roll out of the circle, I guess. Artemisia, it is your turn. Okay, so I'm covered in blood. I'm covered in Gundy's blood and covered in the skin suit's blood. And I look around and I see my friends. I see Deandro's, like, help me put all this together. Spin, who, like, took all this damage and was grappling with a demon to get it into the right place. And Gundy, who's, like, about to sacrifice himself. And Artemisia looks within herself and she was like, you know what, maybe fucking crazy but these people are my best friends and I gotta save them 
And so she reaches deep down into her kind of fucked up wells of power. Don't fuck I'm up the use a, I am going to use a luck point. <laughs> You're not going to make roll this first? I'm not even to... going to roll. I'm okay. I'm going to use a luck point. Well, then don't roll. I'm going to use all my fucked up power to save my friends. And I'm going to, oh, and as I kind of do it, I'm going to make eye contact with Gundy. And I'm going to be like, whatever happens, we will get you back. You're a good person, Gundy. I am a bad, bad man. So as you feel this power just coursing through your body, um, you start to feel light, lighter than air. In the grimoire, the pages are flipping kind of like in a lazily pace and the grimoire kind of floats out of your hand and you realize that you're floating now too. Now spin Gunderson, De- uh, Deandra, as you look upon Artemisia, you can see that it's almost as if like the light around her has gone dim. And although the light is still around you, that portion of the room where she is has kind of dampened its darker and you could kind of see this glow coming out of her eyes and she is floating kind of like maybe a foot up off the ground and her hands and palms are up and the grimoire is floating in front of her and she just starts speaking in this language that you do not recognize at all you you feel the wind a wind where is this wind coming from just start to kind of whip around the room it must just be this power emanating from Artemisia as her hair just starts to kind of separate and flow as if it has you know it's its own ability to move and the light that was coming from this glyph of warding gets brighter uh, and it's almost palpable you can see this light kind of come up from the circle as it creates this like uh, almost like opaque barrier around uh, Gunderson uh, and this demon and as the this guttural foreign language kind of hits a a, a peak uh, you feel this power emanate out of Artemisia there is this sonic boom this bang that just thrusts everybody other than Gunderson and this demon up against the walls of this room. Everybody is going to suffer two points of harm from the collision of this power that is emanating and then silence. Spin, you are still screaming and you haven't stopped and (laughs) you find yourself like in a pile of books as your back just broke the shelving and and the spine of this bookshelf and as you kind of like clumsily slip and try to stand up from this pile of books you first see artemisia and you can see that she is just like on the floor crumpled just hair wildly placed around her You see Deandra on the other side of the room starting to kind of shake her head as she is uh, kind of waking up from this slam that just knocked her against the wall. And then you look towards the center of the room where the demon and Gunnarsson once was. Neither are there anymore. And you realize that wherever you sent this demon, you sent Gunnarsson as well.
Hey everyone, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to our new Geek Link project, Vanguard of the Veil. If you're interested in learning more about our podcast, follow us on Twitter at Vanguard Veil. If you want to hear more shows like ours, then check out Cthulhu and Friends and Greeting Adventurers, which is a part of the Geekly Inc. network. If you want to follow the people that creates this show, you can follow the keeper, Fred, at I Think I'm Fred. Professor Gunderson is played by Matthew at Matthew M. Morris. Deandra is played by Alex at Happy Puke. Spin is played by Josh at Josketh. Artemisia is played by Steph at Steph O. Kingston. Our show is also edited and produced by Kieran at Mr. K underscore Bennett, and all music and sound effects are courtesy of Epidemic Sounds.